0: Hey everyone, I'm Alex,
1: and I'm Courtney, and this is Nerds at Odds.
0: Nerds at Odds is your weekly podcast about all things in nerd culture and beyond, and if you want to get the show early, ad-free, with the ability to submit your questions, comments, concerns, and so much more head on over to patreon.com slash nerds at odds
1: and i'd like to remind everyone to rate and review the podcast wherever you listen it helps us out
0: and check us out on instagram twitter youtube and twitch at nerds at odds and now let's hop on into what we've been doing recently courtney what have you been up to
1: so i've been doing some stuff i've had the week off of work so that's been nice yeah i've been playing some cozy grove
0: yeah it's a new game i think it's on most platforms. it. So on been a lot of it? platforms.
1: I've been playing on the Apple Arcade because we have it through...
0: I mean, I mean, I, I pay for it. Oh, you pay for yeah, it. Yeah, it's four nine nine a month. I don't know how many people can be on it, but Courtney and I share one subscription. I think everybody on your family plan can share it. Yeah. It's pretty worth it. I mean, it's like 100-something games. They release new ones all the time. I found a couple gems that I enjoy. Yeah. Courtney plays a couple of them as well. I've, I've, I've played to... a
1: few cozy grows the one that i've been most interested in it's kind of like a mix between spirit fair and animal crossing i find because it's like oh there's these it's all bears there's these bear spirits and you're trying to help them move on because you're like a spirit scout yeah so it's kind of like a girl scout but you like help ghosts and stuff and the island just has all these ghosts but there's also like Crafting and you're harvesting and you're fishing mm. and all that stuff. There's no fighting whatsoever, though you do get a machete to knock down weeds. Yeah.
0: So you're saying the store is kind of like Spirit Fair gameplay is mostly Animal Crossing.
1: Yeah, but like Spirit Fair, but slower. Like you, I, I think you have to build hearts all the way up with these spirits, and then maybe you can pass on. I haven't gotten mm-hmm. that far, but it's also like you play it every day. You get new quests and stuff yeah, You complete every day. tasks
0: for the people, and you gain hearts that way, kind yeah. of? Okay.
1: And you need spirit logs as well to upgrade your fire.
0: And spirit logs are a reward that the tasks can give you, but they don't always. Yes. Okay. So
1: if you get spirit logs, you can upgrade your fire. You can meet new spirits, unlock more areas of the island. It's a lot of fun. And the music is great. Yeah. And it's super cute.
0: Would you say it's better than Animal Crossing New Horizons?
1: The new Animal Crossing just has so much. And I haven't missed a day with Cozy Grove yet. Yeah. So I don't know how it reacts when you miss a day. But it was like, with Animal Crossing, you miss time. And then you know if you go back that your residents are going to be like, Why were you gone for so long? And it makes you feel bad. And... I don't want to feel bad, and also, since I have it on my phone, it's a, a whole lot easier to just go, like, well, let me just...
0: Yeah, do a little quick. Do a little bit. Instead of turning your Switch on and all that.
1: Yeah, to get my Switch, turn it on, load up Animal Crossing, find the game cartridge, actually. Yeah. And, like, all this other stuff, whereas with Cozy Groove, I can just, like, put it up on my phone and play it real quick, and I can come back to it fairly easily. Like, it goes past midnight, I feel like, for the day.
0: Is it easy to play on the phone?
1: Yeah, I mean, yeah. There's a couple of things like when you're scrolling, sometimes you'll accidentally click off, and then your character will be like, "I'll run away from where yeah. I was at," <laughs> and I'm like, "No, go back." But that's the only like kind of annoying.
0: You game. can play it with a controller like i tried it on my ipad for like 30 minutes and you can hook up like your xbox controller to it or something if you wanted to play it that way yeah so if you have those means you can do that i think animal Crossing, the problem for me is that i'm not into the end game idea of playing it just to play it pretty much
1: well it's like they keep adding new things it's like oh well easter's coming up we'll have bunny day oh christmas is coming up we'll have like jolly
0: yeah but i don't like really care (laughs) about those events It' Animal Crossing seems like once you complete, like, the story, you know, get the guy to come sing on your island. Yeah. You're playing it just to play it. Cozy Grove seems like there's more story, like, actual story. I
1: it, it, Animal Crossing just reached a point with me where I was just like, I feel like I'm playing this and trying to get all this stuff, but I'm not really having fun. <laughs> like, oh, well, you've got to collect all these recipes that randomly drop yeah. from the sky and it's like I can't I can't just be running around I'm an, I'm an adult. Yeah. You know? I can't just be running around on an island for hours hoping I hear the whoosh of wind, knowing that there's a balloon above me yeah. and then be disappointing when it's like an egg. Yeah. Or just some dumb piece of furniture or something.
0: <laughs> so I assume that you would recommend Cozy Grove to fans of Animal Crossing. Would you recommend it to people who haven't played that game?
1: I mean, it's a really cute, fun yeah. game. It's different, yeah. obviously. You you get a pickaxe, you have a dowsing rod, mm. which, which you can find like relics okay. and stuff like that. Th- there's like the donating feature, but you actually get rewards for donating stuff every time instead of just being like, here, take this. And he's like, cool, thanks. <laughs> Animal Crossing... I feel like I was pulling up the wiki page. A lot more? Yeah, because mm. it's like, oh, well, Red comes by, and you have to, like, figure out which painting is real or which sculpture is real yeah. and, like, all that other stuff. And I'm just like, I don't, I don't care that much. And it's like, you don't have to worry about making your island beautiful. I mean, there's decorations and stuff, but you can't, like, chop down all the trees and then regrow all the trees in the place you want. But it's a fun game.
0: Okay. Anything else you've been up to?
1: Watched some more Murder, She Wrote. I finished a really big Disney villains puzzle.
0: That you can check out on Instagram.
1: Yes, it's a one, it's 1,500 pieces. Yeah. And it was really fun. It was like, you. I finished the border and I was like, where do I go from here? <laughs> but then once I like started, because it's individual like portraits portrait, yeah. of the Disney villains. The one I have coming up, that I'm going to work on. Is going to be a lot more difficult. But it should be fun. It's also a Disney one. It's just what they had at Walmart. You
0: can track that progress on Instagram. I'm assuming as you whoop through it.
1: I don't really post progress pictures. Mm. I'll post a picture of the the box. Yeah. And then at like at some point. Maybe a few days later. You'll see like I finished it.
0: Yeah. So I've been up to... Pretty much the one thing. I've played Mortal Kombat 11. Still working on the Platinum in that game. It's it's really fun. I enjoy it a lot. It's It's been a while since I've played the other Mortal Kombat games. But 9, 10, and 11. Or, I mean, 10 is X. So 9, X, and 11 are all great games. I would recommend playing all of them. If you're into fighting games and you're down with Mortal Kombat. It's my favorite fighting game. I love the absurd violence of yeah.
1: it. And... You haven't had a lot of time to do stuff on your own because I've been here, yeah. not at work. <laughs> yeah, Courtney's
0: been really sucking away my Mortal Kombat time. You know, it's it's a grindy platinum. You know, I got to get in there. I got to complete 250 different towers. So that's...
1: That sounds dumb. Yeah,
0: it's like 20 hours in itself. So.
1: Also, while I've been doing my puzzles and stuff, been listening to podcasts.
0: That's, that's a given.
1: Yes. Yeah. And anytime I'm, I'm not bothered by people and am doing something that is either dull and i know how to do it or kind of monotonous or just like artistic i'll listen to podcasts
0: and if you want to learn more about our podcast taste we have the podcast podcast i believe it's like episode 11 but just search through our catalog and find that if you want to hear what we listen to maybe find some other recommendations to, to add to your catalog. Yeah,
1: surprise, surprise. Mine is actually a lot of true crime. Yeah. Because I'm a freak. Uh, I, feel like, I feel like,
0: well, you have the stuff you should know and things like that, so your tastes are kind of eclectic.
1: I, I like more real podcasts yeah. and not ones that are, like, fantasy. Like, I have, I have like, Welcome to Night Vale, but I like hmm. stuff where it's just like, hey, let me tell you this little story. Let me tell you about all about horses this one episode. So if
0: if you want to hear more about that, check out the podcast podcast. We have been playing some more Stardew on our co-op world. We're almost to the end of spring year two.
1: We have a friend who's interested in possibly doing a Harvest Moon Stardew Valley podcast episode with us. Oh,
0: interesting. In
1: the future, perhaps.
0: We could get into that. And we unlocked the island from 1.5.
1: Haven't really gone. No,
0: we're finishing up, like, the extra bundle that's in the dilapidated Mort yeah. area. So we need to catch sturgeon for caviar, get a prismatic shard, or get five golden ancient fruits. So we're working on that, kind of complete that, and then focus solely on the island.
1: And we got married in the game. Yeah. And apparently I'm pregnant in yeah, the game. Yeah, gonna have a kid soon. 14 days. Cool. 14 days.
0: I wonder how that works, because, like, there's only basically four months, and you're pregnant for half of a month. So I wonder if the math works out to you're basically pregnant for the same percentage of a year in game as you would be in real life. I don't think so. So someone who knows math, get get down on that and uh, let us know.
1: I think it's just like possibly we're adopting. Yeah. Because like 14 days, like that's half of a month. Yeah. That wouldn't equate to nine months. Yeah, we'll see. It would not equate. So
0: we've also been watching this new show on Netflix we found called The Toys That Made
1: Us. Yes.
0: it There's three seasons.
1: They're very short seasons.
0: Yeah, there's four episodes a season, 45 minutes an episode or so. We watched, I don't know if it was the first season or the newest season, I don't know. We
1: were just bored last night, and we were going through, it was like, well, we haven't checked out Netflix in a yeah. while. And we just, we found this, and what was the first episode? The
0: first episode was, oh, what was it? I forget it. There was Power Rangers. There. It was Teenage Mutant Ninja yeah, Turtles. Yeah, first episode was Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, then Power Rangers, then My Little Pony, then like WWF, WWE wrestling figures. Those are the four we watched. I think that's the newest season. And it's, just, it's such a fun show, and it's a really cool documentary.
1: And so, for... I don't know if I've told this, but for Christmas, I bought my sister a pink Power Rangers hoodie. Mm. And watching that made me go, man, I really want a Power Rangers hoodie too. And my sister always got the pink Ranger because pink was her favorite color. And I always got the yellow Ranger because it was the only other girl. But I loved, I think her name was Trini.
0: I don't, I don't remember.
1: I think it was T R I N I, and I think yeah. it was I think it was Trini, was how you said her name, but I loved her. She was great. I think Kimberly was the Pink Ranger. Yeah. But I I have now bought a yellow Ranger jacket hoodie. Yeah.
0: And uh, she taught me into buying one. I was gonna get a silver Ranger, Titanium Ranger one from like the Curse of the Cobra stuff because that's the one I liked as a kid. But they didn't have that. Then I was like, oh, let me get a a white Ranger one. I like. The white ranger from got co- the cool like yeah.
1: shoulder yeah from things. Coast of the
0: ooze and stuff like that that was not a prime hoodie so i was like what else they got i ended up with green green's really cool and it was on prime
1: well i mean the green ranger becomes the white ranger yeah so i like
0: the white ranger's outfit more but i got green it's fine he has the dinosaur zord so excited about that and now do you want to get into our spoiler free discussion of the falcon and the winter soldier episode one and two yes So, what did you think of episode one on its own?
1: Episode one was a little slow. Yeah. You don't have any interaction between Falcon and the Winter Soldier at all.
0: No, they're kind of setting up just the seeds for, like, the heavy stuff.
1: Yeah, it's like, well, Falcon and his family is having some financial issues. Mm
0: -hmm. Bucky's going through, like, psychological counseling and stuff.
1: Yeah, and he's, he's trying to make amends with people he hurt. But it's kind of like, well, if I tell you what happened, is it going to hurt you more? Yeah. Or, like, I feel bad for Bucky because he didn't know what he was doing, really. Yeah. Like, he was conscious for it, he remembers it, but it he was being mind-controlled. So I feel really bad for him. And poor Falcon, like, he's trying to do everything he can to help his family and... The world's not just not going for it.
0: Yeah, it's kind of it's kind of hard to believe that in real life in this scenario they wouldn't have like a stipend for heroes. Well, like, that's
1: the thing. I'm pretty sure Tony Stark was doing that, but now that he's dead, so he's saying just Pe- Pep is
0: like we got to cut that off. Like that that just doesn't make sense. It just seems like he'd be like. He's a billionaire, you know. He could put a couple million aside. She has aside. a
1: child to raise on her own. All right. She's she, a
0: billionaire.
1: She's got a child to oh, raise. That's just
0: that's just kind of, that's just kind of elite for own. me that they don't have access to funds. But we got if you get over that. Well,
1: we don't know how well the Stark Enterprises did during the blip. Yeah, could have tanked.
0: True, I guess. Yeah, but if you get past that, I think the story. That that's going off like that heavier stuff is interesting. Yes. there was some cool action yes. at the beginning of episode one. Yes, it was a fun. It was intriguing. It wasn't really fun because it's very heavy. But I would give it an entertaining. I thought the episode was pretty good.
1: Yeah, I I'm really enjoying it. Yeah. Uh, though so you said that you thought that there was only going to be six episodes. I don't know if that's true or not. But if there is, they've got to finish the story yeah. real fast.
0: Well, yeah. So episode two is a lot more fun. A yes. lot more action, and it, it really doesn't advance any of the plot points from episode one, yeah. But it adds a bunch of new plot points which are very interesting.
1: And man, there's a character I hate, yeah. At first, I was like, oh, well, when you first see him in episode one, you're like, I don't like it, yeah. And then you see him, you like start learning more about him in episode two, and you're like, maybe he's not he so he could be bad. a decent guy, he could be okay. And then and then you see that everything has gone to his head and you hate him,
0: yeah, but I mean this show is definitely more high budget than WandaVision, because it's more actiony mm-hmm. each episode and each episodes longer so I, I think that's why it's probably only six episodes but you you're getting like 45 minutes a piece which I really enjoy and they're more like big like acts of a movie you know so. my
1: my favorite thing is watching a show like this with you and then anytime something happens where you you feel like contact cringe yeah from a situation you just being like covering your eyes or whatever yeah it's my favorite thing i love that part where falcon and winter soldier are together and mm-hmm. they have to like talk to each other yeah and, and you're just like I don't like it. Yeah. I don't like this at all. But... But I'm just sitting there like, this is super funny.
0: <laughs> I am enjoying this show much more than WandaVision so far. We'll see how it pans out. I thought WandaVision got much better as the show progressed, but they didn't really land all of the hints and stuff they were tossing out. Those really didn't pan out. So, I, I, let's see how this show goes.
1: Honestly, it's just like, there's so much stuff that they're like possibly leaving little breadcrumbs yeah. for. And you've just got to stop. You can't theorize anymore. And you can't trust anything that yeah. any of the actors say. It's like, oh, well, I'm going to be able to work with somebody I've never worked yeah. with before. Shut up.
0: But I mean, for me, as long as the Falcon and the Winter Soldier stays exactly where it's at, like, entertaining-wise, I think it's going to end up better than WandaVision. But it has the chance to go, like, even further beyond and be and be a, a really quality
1: I just love the interactions between Falcon and the Winter Soldier, Sam and Bucky. Yeah, I think they know. might be
0: my my favorite duo in the MCU. But
1: and... they just they just kind of hate each other. But also, they're like frenemies. Yeah, they like hate each other, but they also like really care about each other. But they really hate each yeah. other.
0: <laughs> they're really annoyed by each other. I don't yeah. know if they hate. But they're very annoying. I mean,
1: considering some of the stuff they said of, like, I'm never, like, we're going to do this thing, and we're never going to talk to each other ever again. It's like, okay.
0: I I doubt that's how the show's going to end. No, I think think they're
1: they're good friends.
0: Yeah. Let's get on into the topic of today's show, which is part two of our MCU rankings. First, we are going to rank Phase 3 by itself. And then I'll quickly run down the entire rankings of all twenty-four movies and WandaVisions in this so. which
1: I have contributed to some movies going up or down because of something I said watching Infinity War.
0: Yeah, a lot she she said some things, a test that I have to run against all movies now, which which really affected some of these rankings. And I think this is complete my rankings have shifted A decent amount. I think my top five is still my top five. Mm -hmm. But I think I think in the body of the rankings like the bottom five is still the bottom five. But in the body there's been some serious movement. So just phase three ranked because we did phase one and phase two last episode. Just phase three out of the 11 phase three movies. I think the worst of those is Ant-Man and the Wasp. But I still gave it an entertaining. I mean it's just It felt like just another movie to me. It's
1: just I like I didn't really care. Yeah. They're like, and I do, I don't understand the thing of like Ant-Man went to Germany and fought alongside Captain America and now Hope and Hank are on the run because it was their technology. Yeah. It's like, well, he stole the technology from them. They like they He took it somewhere without their permission. It's not their fault. Yeah. I don't understand.
0: Yeah, I don't, I don't get that plot point either. For me, it's like Paul Rudd is great as Ant Man; he's funny. Oh, I really yeah. enjoy watching him. But just everything in the movie, I was like, it doesn't like this is happening. It's whatever. It's just another MCU movie. It's not nothing special. I
1: mean, it's important to the plot oh, for in yeah, but it's just kind of like there.
0: Yes, it's two hours to kind of explain one thing.
1: I mean, it it literally it's. Hey, this is all about the quantum realm. And then at the at the end credit scene they're like, But he could survive in the quantum realm for five years. Yeah. So, so
0: there you have it. There but you go. I gave it an entertaining I think it's the worst of phase three. Next up is Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Two. There's just something about this movie that doesn't have the magic of the first movie. It's just kind of I don't know, drab. It's still entertaining, and I like the characters, but there's just something about it that I do not vibe with. Oh,
1: yeah. I love I love all the characters in this movie. I love the actor... What's his name?
0: Kurt Russell? Kurt The, the Russell. bad guy? Yeah.
1: Kurt Russell is one of my favorite actors.
0: <laughs> and the reveal of what's happening on that planet, the yeah. first time you see it, yeah. it is really good. But I don't... It's just something about the movie I don't, the, I don't like the that much. The
1: reveal that Kurt Russell, the dad... Yeah put cancer in quill's mom's head yeah it's just like
0: yeah and you see all those bodies all the skeletons and then you're like oh he has like hundreds of kids that he's killed on this planet yeah
1: it's just like oh you're a disappointment death
0: yeah like that's a the reveal is cool
1: but ultimately it kind of doesn't matter it's like oh peter quill He's part Celestial, yeah, he has these he's powers, got all these powers. But then
0: they have to kill his dad and he loses them, so...
1: Yeah, so it's just like, well, now he has no powers, so... Yeah.
0: it's the whole movie just getting Mantis?
1: The whole movie was getting Mantis, getting Nebula on their side. Yeah,
0: Gamora and Quill are kind of more in love, I mean...
1: Yeah, I mean, th- though they're still not, like, a couple yeah. couple.
0: They introduce Adam in the end credits, but it's been... It's been like five years and nothing has come about with that.
1: I'm hoping that Adam shows up, possibly in Love and Thunder.
0: Well, maybe. I think. I think that's if he's not there, it's going to be like a decade before we see well, him. Well,
1: we th- like, I'm sure for the first Iron Man, people were like, "Oh, all oh, the rings, you know, whatever the eleven rings or whatever yeah. it is," and and then they're just like, "That's not really important." And you do, and, all, and all you hear is rings for, yeah. like, a couple of movies, and then mm-hmm. they just drop it, yeah. and now they're actually having a movie about, like, the 11 rings. Or 7 rings, or whatever seven it rings. is. I don't even remember.
0: Yeah, we'll see that, but there's just, I don't, I can't put my finger on it, I just don't think it's as fun as the first movie. It's still entertaining, because all no, like, the characters no. are great. no,
1: here's the problem. Everyone got stupid. It's my problem with the new Teen Titans, the Teen Titans Go thing, everyone is stupid, It's, like, the whole thing in the first movie is, like, oh, well, Rocket's smart. Mm -hmm. He just likes playing jokes on people. Yeah. You know? Peter's being sarcastic Mm -hmm. and, like, joking with people. And then everyone's just, like, what do you mean? And I'm, like, that's Drax's character. Drax doesn't understand. Drax doesn't understand
0: humor, yeah. Yeah. And Gamora's, like, fed up with it all. Yeah. Yeah.
1: But everyone's just dumb.
0: Everyone's the same character, And then there's, like,
1: fart humor... Poop humor, yeah. all that other stuff, and I'm just like, I don't need this.
0: It's not as smart and witty as the first movie, maybe. Yeah,
1: it's just kind of like like they literally rocket talks about Peter finding something soft and smelly in his pillowcase yeah. for like.
0: It's a minute or two of, of Rocket explaining how he's gonna like poop in pillow and uh, Quill's pillow or something. Yeah, it's like, man, and it's just on. like,
1: why? Yeah, why?
0: So I, it was, it's still entertaining. It's still kind of fun, but it's it's much dumber than the first one.
1: I love Baby Groot. I understand he's a baby, and that's why he has to th- have things explained to him like countless yeah. times. It's like this button. No, yeah. not that. I mean, button. That's a funny scene. That's, that's funny. F- that's really good. Yeah. But maybe just have Drax stupid, uh-huh. and then Baby stupid. Yeah. But like Mantis always are like also being dumb. It's just like everyone's dumb in this movie, and yeah. I don't like it.
0: Next up at number nine, I have Captain Marvel. I feel like the mov- the movies, the movie's fine. My favorite part, is Samuel Jackson, but I feel like a part of this being so low for me. I think it's entertaining. Is the fact that I don't think Marvel cares about Captain Marvel. I think that Captain Marvel feels to me like a movie that the CEOs of Disney and Marvel, whoever, were like, we need like a standalone female superhero movie. Let's set it in the 90s, and let's just really, you know, try to make the audience that we want this movie to be for like this movie. But let's have her not do nothing in Endgame except show up once or twice, you know, and then forget about her. She's off-world. There's no, like, planned sequel for this movie as far as I know. It just they, seems like... They,
1: they really need a sequel. Just, like show me what she's been doing. Yeah. Like, what? What? There's countless other planets out there and they don't have the Avengers. I'm like, okay, cool. What did you do for them?
0: Yeah. I feel like maybe Marvel has the problem with Captain Marvel that DC has with Superman, right? And they're going about it two completely different ways. And Justice League, Superman is there and he can single-handedly solve all problems. Yeah. In MCU, Captain Marvel could basically defeat most villains, if not all of them.
1: Yeah.
0: So they just decide to have her not there. She's nowhere to be found. And that's how they solve the problem. Look, and it kind of just ruins.
1: It's like in, in Far From Home. And they're like, well, why can't any of the other Avengers do it? They're not here right now. Yeah. It's like, where, what are they doing?
0: Well, I mean, it may, I mean Thor, you know Thor is gone. That makes Thor's sense. Thor's off-world. Hulk is doing nothing, apparently.
1: I mean, Hulk could do something. He's, he's smart, Hulk. That's what I'm
0: saying. No, apparently he's just... Not doing anything. Yeah, Captain America and Iron Man are gone.
1: Out of the picture. Uh,
0: Black Widow's gone. Yeah, Clint's probably with his family. He doesn't want to be part of this anymore. I doubt.
1: Yeah, and um, what could he do against the Elementals? But I mean, what could Spider Man do? He just has the yeah the web shooties.
0: You have who? I mean, who else is like Doctor Strange?
1: Doctor Strange. He could, could do something. He could definitely help, and yeah. he would have ev- like immediately see through Quentin Beck. Yeah, like immediately. Mysterio.
0: I understand in real life why Black Panther can't do anything. Yeah. By the time Far From Home came out, he was like, you know, he can't be Black Panther anymore. Yeah. So I understand that. And then they're just like, Captain Marvel's not here. That's her almost entire character. She's not here.
1: Don't invoke her name.
0: So there you go. I, I feel like it's an entertaining movie, but it's not important to the MCU because the MCU doesn't really care about her so far. Yeah. Next up, I have Adventures Infinity War at uh, Entertaining. Basically, solely because it failed probably five or more spots because of what Courtney explained to me. Courtney, do you want to explain why Infinity War has fallen so far on my list?
1: The the problem that I have with Infinity War, like, I, I love Endgame. Uh, it might be my top movie, mm. honestly. Infinity War, nothing happens that matters. Mm. Nothing matters at all in this movie. They do all of this stuff to try and stop Thanos from getting the stones, and it doesn't matter. He gets all the stones he wins
0: yeah if if nothing, if the heroes did nothing, Thanos would have got the stones and done the exact same thing they does at the end of the movie. Yes, so it's just two and a half hours of you watching stuff that in the end doesn't matter.
1: yeah, it's it, watch a movie where you where everything fails in the end,
0: yeah, I mean, it's fun. It's a fun movie at times. It really makes me want to see Love and Thunder because I want to see Thor and the Guardians interact more. But
1: but it's just like, let's go through it. We've got Vision. They take him to Wakanda, and that takes a long time, apparently. And then they're trying to get the stone separated from his head, which apparently could work. Could have worked, They yeah. could have done that. But then all the bad guys show up, so the whole, we gotta get him to Wakanda so he can get the stone out of his head. That didn't work. Now we're fighting. Wanda destroys the stone, and they have like a whole scene of like, oh, I don't want to destroy the stone. You'll die. But Blah, does it does not matter? Doesn't matter.
0: Because he has the time stone.
1: He has the time stone. Doesn't matter. The whole thing of like fighting Thanos on Titan. I know that it's like part of Strange's plan, so it'll be like they will eventually win, all that stuff. However, none of the fight matters. <laughs> yeah. Because Peter Quill lost his mind, and punched Thanos. It could have worked. That they could have. That... They could have gotten the glove off of him. Yeah. Quill lost his mind.
0: It's it's a movie that is much better the first time you watch it because you're like, is it? How how are they gonna stop him? You you're hoping till the end. It's like man, they're gonna figure out how to stop him. But the second time through, you're like, all this is useless. It's just useless. Yeah,
1: it's, I'm just sitting there. I'm like, none of this matters. It's like, oh, it, the whole excursion for Thor to go get the, the, axe. the axe. I mean, sure, it's great. He has the axe for later, which is very important. However, for that movie, nothing happens.
0: Yeah, it's like the, the plot of the movie is Thanos getting the stones. He has to get the stones for the plot. Yeah. Therefore, the the rest of the plot, trying to stop him from getting the stones, is just filler. You're just filling time. I don't, I don't know to to make it entertaining, but yeah. that's about it. It does it does ruin the movie a lot when you realize that nothing that happens in the movie matters. Yeah. At
1: all. It's like all, the the two three times that Vision is attacked to get his Mind Stone and they stop it. It's just like didn't matter. Yeah glad you stopped it i guess i get more interactions of characters but doesn't matter
0: <laughs> yeah so that that's why it's down on the list i still think it's entertaining but it, it did lose a lot of spots for me at number seven is doctor strange i like doctor strange more watching it this time than any of the previous times i watched it i think it's a really fun movie
1: i like doctor strange yeah seeing it now with all the visuals and stuff good movie yeah
0: i do it, it is it is a couple spots lower than it could be because the visual effects do carry a lot of this movie mm-hmm. but it's still a fun origin story I like Benedict to a lot of Doctor Strange I like the magical, mystical stuff they're, they're introducing to the world, yes. the end fight with Dormammu is, is really interesting because it's not an actual fist fight, it's Doctor Strange outsmarting Dormammu and figuring yeah. out how to beat him that way so it's a very entertaining movie Anything else you want to say about Doctor Strange?
1: Well, it was good. I mean, I like Benedict Cumberbatch. I mean, the bad guys are stupid. They're like, oh, we we will live forever with Dormammu. And it's just like, yeah, but he's a bad guy. Yeah. You, you literally, like, he eats planets, essentially.
0: I mean, this could be a an intro to Galactus. Could be. They didn't have Fantastic Four at the time. And I think Galactus was with that brand. Because that's the whole plot of Silver Surfer. Maybe they're introducing him now. That could be the next big bad. Next up at number six is Spider-Man: Far From Home. At entertaining, it is another fun Spider-Man movie. I like Mysterio a lot.
1: Oh, I love Mysterio.
0: Yeah, I I love Peter Parker's interaction with like MJ in this movie and Ned, and it's it's a fun movie. Nick Fury's great in it. Maria Hill's great in it though they don't act like char- they're like 90 percent their characters
1: yeah it, it, there were small things that once you know the twist that he's not nick fury you're yeah. like oh yeah like when maria hill calls him calls nick, him nick yeah. and you're like and he's like chill with it you're yeah. like mm. and then he says something along the lines of like your earth
0: yeah he, he when nick's explaining to spider-man that mysterious from another unit, like another universe. Yeah. Nick says he's not from your earth. So it kind of, you can kind of see that it's a scroll and he's not from earth at all.
1: Yeah. So, And, and he's just so he's like extra, angry. extra angry, which Nick Fury wouldn't be that angry with Spider-Man. I don't feel like yeah, I
0: think, I think the scrolls like Nick's character is angry. Yeah. So my entire portrayal of Nick is I'm going to be mad at anything that happens. Which, which I mean, is part of Nick Fury's character, but it's the scroll's just Talos is playing Nick, and Talos's wife is playing Maria Hill. Yes. But they're kind of playing like their one characteristic. And once you know that, it's kind of interesting to go back and look at the movie and be like, "Oh, that's you can tell if you're looking for it that that's not." And also, Nick like Fury. Maria
1: Hill is just kind of very muted. Yeah. It's like I don't know how she's supposed to act. Yeah. You know, like I feel like she would be much more compassionate with. Spider Man.
0: Yeah. So I mean I enjoy the movie. I like all the actors. It's entertaining. I feel like Michael Keaton's Vulture, he's a is a much he gives a better performance yeah. than Jake Gyllenhaal's Mysterio, so that elevates the first Spider Man for me. This is another fun Spider Man movie. There's nothing really plain about with it. And
1: and bringing back J Jonah Jameson, yeah, the one, the only J K Simmons. J K Simmons, yeah, he's
0: great. I can't wait for the next movie. The end credits of this movie really advances what's going on in MCU as well with Nick Fury being on this space base with all the scrolls and kind of. Well, like
1: watching it too, I'm like, I'm watching the movie, uh and we get to J Jonah Jameson saying that like Spider Man's Peter Parker. Or letting the video do it. Yeah. Which, can't believe Quentin Beck decided to do that with his dying yeah. breath. <laughs> I don't
0: know fakes. what his plan is here. He's just, like, I don't know, vengeful? I don't know. Well, addictive? I don't
1: I don't think it was really Quentin Beck's, like, Beck's, like, big evil plan. I feel like the, the guy that was doing the simulations, like, uh. he's the one that really evil planned it. But it's interesting, and I really... Need the next movie to come out, or one of these TV shows to mention, like, the whole thing of Peter Parker being Spider-Man? <laughs> yeah. I need that to happen Because
0: so. didn't mention it. Falcon and a Soldier
1: hasn't mentioned hasn't it, mentioned it. it. Yeah. I don't think
0: they're going to. Black Widow is a prequel, so it hasn't happened yet in that movie. And
1: probably not going to be mentioned, so I need something, yeah. Disney, so come I on. I
0: don't know what's going to happen, but...
1: It just... it Like, that made me so anxious. I...
0: And it's been two years now and then nothing.
1: I mean, t- Tony Stark wanted Peter Parker to come out as Spider-Man and, like, accept everything. Yeah. But I don't think he's ready for that.
0: Yeah, it's... it's... The next movie is a new take on Spider Man because everyone knows Aunt May knows Ned knows MJ the, knows the
1: important people to Spider Man already knew yeah so it was just sort of
0: now the world knows
1: now the world knows the pro- next movie will probably be like his he's worried about his family being targeted and MJ being yeah. targeted
0: well, I mean the only downside is we're not gonna get the like classic Spider Man he's delivering pizzas or working at the Daily Bugle. That's not the take they're going with. So we're not going to get him being that Spider-Man. But I'm interested to see where it goes. It's supposed to be, I think it's supposed to be a multi movie. That's the rumors. So that, we'll see.
1: We'll see what happens. Maybe he'll be like, what did you guys do when you were out of the Spider-Man? Exactly. They're we've like, never we've been. never been yeah, out I've of the Spider-Man. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about.
0: It's like, so cool. the next movie on my list at number five is Black Panther at Excellent.
1: I love Black Panther.
0: Yeah, it's a great movie. The music's great. Michael B Jordan is the best part of this movie. His acting is astounding. Chadwick
1: Boseman, fantastic.
0: I I think the the final the final act kind of brings it down a bit for me. The
1: final fight was just kind of like it's just it's just Black Panther fighting Black Panther.
0: Yeah, it kind of devolves. It's not the smart, hey, let's with Dormammu or the way Thor, Ragnarokians ends when we get to that. It's just another two superheroes with the same house fighting each other, and it's all CG because they're in their complete outfits. And
1: I will once again say, if these people just talk to each other, yeah, instead of just being like, "Well, your dad killed my dad, and I didn't get everything that I should have had," it's like I, you know, I'm not my dad. You know, I'm tired of this plot line. Yeah, I really am. Like, I understand that it's, like, his cousin. But, you know, they could have just talked it out. In that scene where he comes into the throne room, like, he's bound. And he's like, listen, dude, we don't have to do this here. Let me just talk this out with you. I'm so sorry. I just found out what happened. Literally never knew. No one has told anyone about this. Let me talk it out with you.
0: Yeah, we can make it right.
1: We can make it right. No.
0: The only person that he actually... I could see him actually holding a grudge against is, like the shaman guy. I forget his name. Yeah,
1: the guy who, who killed the
0: guy. Yeah, the guy he turned like turned on his dad. That's like the only guy who's like still alive who is directly responsible for those events. I
1: think like it. Uh, at one point, he calls him Uncle James. Yeah, was just like I remember you. Yeah. Okay,
0: so I understand that, but you know, I guess. That's that's your pet peeve on some of these movies is you can just talk talk your way out just of. Just talk
1: your way, it's like it's just boys fighting for no yeah. reason, and then he burns all the purple uh, the heart herb the heart herb yeah. plants, and I'm I'm like, girl, why did you not grab some more of those plants so you could replant?
0: Yeah, I'm interested to see where the next one goes. I think the director just said it's going to focus on the culture of Wakanda. I do not think there's going to be an actual Black Panther in the next film.
1: Well they burned all the purple herbs, so
0: Guess I guess that was fortuitous for them, since they, they don't they don't have another one.
1: You know, I really like Black Panther. It's a really good movie.
0: I think if
1: there's a lot of conveniences. Yeah. It's like, oh he well, he didn't kill him before he threw him off the waterfall. It was kind of like Bucky treatment. Yeah. It was like, oh, he got thrown off into the water. Yeah, Mark could have easily killed. cold there, so...
0: Still alive. Yeah. You're not
1: dead till you're warm and dead. Yeah.
0: I think that Black Panther, if Chadwick Boseman hadn't died, would be the obvious choice for the leader of the Avengers. He has the means, like Tony Stark, He is a leader, because he's a king, obviously, he's, you know, an actual born leader, he's been raised to be so, and I feel like he would have been the de facto new leader of the Avengers.
1: I don't know, we've sort of seen how T'Challa was, and he's very revenge kind of based. (laughs) Like, he could have easily talked that out with his his cousin, didn't do it. And when he thought Bucky killed his family, even though Bucky might not have been...
0: The one to do it.
1: Like, like...
0: Well, I think at the end of Civil War, you see he he knows that Zemo's the one who killed his family. And at the end of Civil War, T'Challa says, I am done. I have seen what uh, living a life based on vengeance can do. I am done living that way. You know, and he just arrests Zemo.
1: Yeah, but also it's... I don't know.
0: So I'm curious to see who the new leader of the Avengers is going to be. They kind of set it out to be Spider-Man, but I do not think he's ready for that role, even still.
1: Well, I mean, he's got some turmoil to deal with, apparently. Yeah.
0: So next on my list at number four is Spider-Man Homecoming. This movie is, is very good. It does an excellent job of being a great Spider-Man film while not doing anything we've seen with Spider-Man before. They don't do the Uncle Ben dying and telling you that with great power comes great responsibility. Aunt May's young now, which makes sense for a 16-year-old to have a 40-something-year-old aunt instead of a 70-year-old aunt. That you don't see Spider-Man becoming Spider-Man. He's already Spider-Man. Yeah. They do a good job of just just assuming you know what's going on. And it works for the movie. And Michael Keaton as Vulture is awesome. He's one of the best villains in the MCU.
1: The Vulture is really cool. And I really like in the end where he's like, I don't know who Spider-Man is. Yeah. Clearly knows who Spider-Man is.
0: He doesn't pull a Mysterio. He
1: does not pull yeah. a Mysterio. He has honor. Yes. But yeah. But it's very interesting. I wouldn't put it as high as you did, honestly. I think it's fine, but there's so much just Tony Stark coming to save Spider-Man.
0: Well, it's just, you know, he's trying to even in Fall from Home it shows Tony is trying to groom Spider-Man to be the leader. Of the Avengers.
1: Well, no, because it's just like, Tony comes and he's like, I told you to leave this alone. Dumb kid. No, he's like his dad. No, Spider-Man
0: needs a paternal figure to look up to. At least this one does. He he has that need. And he wants to like show him to, to Tony Stark. And he also wants to like show him to Mysterio and fall from home. He he wants that. And Tony Stark becomes like this parental figure to him. You see it in this movie, Infinity War, Endgame, it kind of plays out where he looks up to Tony it's like, a mentor. I
1: don't know.
0: So it works for me. I really enjoy it. And I still think, though, that Tobey Maguire's Spider-Man 2 with Doc Ock is still the best Spider-Man movie.
1: I mean, listen, I love love Tom Holland Mm -hmm. as Spider-Man. He's a great Spider-Man. I just wish that Tony Stark wasn't, like, holding him by the hand as much.
0: I suppose, I mean... (laughs) when he rescues that boat Tony kind of has to do that Spider-Man does not have
1: that Spider-Man just fell in the water and was cold and and Tony Stark was like well I put a heating feature in your thing oh I did this and this oh I did this but also it's just like Tony's like hey don't do anything he's like don't don't worry about this but I'm also not going to tell you what to do yeah. Like, and I'm also not going to do anything about this. It's like clearly this is a threat. Yeah. Spider Man tells you about it. You're like, you should be either Tony... like, oh cool, you can Tony take lead on this.
0: Tony called the FBI. He did do something.
1: No, it, it, it didn't matter
0: because <laughs> Spider Man came through.
1: I just it wasn't important. You don't think so? I I felt like it was fine, but I I want like. I don't think he's Spider-Man yet.
0: You don't think he's Spider-Man yet.
1: A Spider-Man Spider-Man doesn't need someone to look up to.
0: Yeah, that's that's like it's missing he the scene. He had
1: he had Uncle Ben who he looked up to, and now he's it's like he's trying to replace his Uncle Ben or his actual yeah. dad.
0: Well, you don't you don't know if Tom Holland Spider-Man looked up to Uncle Ben.
1: Well, he t- took Uncle Ben's suitcase with him. I don't know. It might
0: might have been the one that May owned. Why? You, I, I don't know this Tom Holland. I know it's miss. I feel like Tom Holland's missing that scene that's in Tobey Maguire's Spider-Man 2 and it's also in the Miles Morales video game that just came out, right? Uh-huh. Where in Tobey Maguire's Spider-Man and there's a very similar scene, I'm not going to spoil it for the Miles Morales video game, but it sends the same message. Tobey Maguire's holding the train, right? And he's like ripping his clothes they apart. They put
1: that in every
0: movie. No, it's not in Tom Holland's movie. He doesn't have... The scene is... McGuire is holding the train, right? Mm-hmm. And he stops it himself, right? Yeah. But he passes out. And his mask comes off, and the crowd, like, carries him. Right? And they put his mask back on, and everyone's like, we didn't see anything. We don't know who you are. It's cool. And in the Miles Miles video game, there's that same scene where they clearly know who this guy is. But they're like, it's cool. You know, you saved us. You're the hero. And, and Tom Holland doesn't have that moment yet where he's kind of like, the neighborhood takes him in as like their hero and they're going to protect him as well. I feel like we need that scene. I
1: suppose.
0: So I really enjoyed it though. I think it's a very fun movie. Tony Stark in this movie I think also helps it a little bit for me because I love Iron Man. Next up at number three in phase three is Captain America Civil War. I had always ranked this movie high on the MCU list for me. Mm -hmm. And every time I listen to someone rank it on a podcast or read an article, everyone's like, Civil War is not that great. After watching it, I think it's an excellent. I think it's still one of the best MCU movies. I really enjoy this film.
1: It's just another thing where people would just talk stuff out, though. No, I
0: can understand where Iron Man's coming from. Like, just like Black Panther, Killmonger, his Uncle James is the, the reason his dad died. Bucky is the reason Iron Man's parents are dead.
1: listen Listen, listen i understand yeah i understand that bucky killed these people but he again wasn't in his right mind it's like technically he did it but he didn't mean to do it he didn't probably want to do it
0: yeah, I mean, you know, it goes along with the whole Avengers message, you know? Someone has to pay for this. Tony Stark's an Avenger. He has to get vengeance, And the only person who can pay is Bucky, so you gotta gotta take that pound of well, flesh. Well,
1: it was too bad his $61.4 million therapy session didn't really help him through the issue.
0: I think it made it worse, honestly. The, the beginning was, like, watching that scene play out. Yeah. It's just, he's kind of reliving bad memories. I think the point it's is to just let it fade away you can't relive your bad memories dude just t- time will heal it if you just you know continue with your life and he's I mean, kind of living i in mean that. he
1: probably should have gotten actual therapy
0: yeah but that those glasses are just making him relive that moment you know
1: tony stark philanthropist playboy iron man his own therapist yeah
0: Billionaire. billionaire. It works for him. But I, this movie's really good. I like it a lot. we introduced to uh, Black Panther and Spider-Man in this film, and both of those introductions work. I like the fight scenes. The ending is great. I like Zemo's character. I'm excited to see him again The Falcon and the Winter Soldier. I think this is an excellent film. Poor Rhodey. Yeah, poor Rhodey. But he's fine now. He's got his uh, robotic legs. Though it doesn't seem like he can wear them in the war machine suit. I think he can. Well, no, in Endgame, when the suit goes down and he has to get out of it, he's crawling with his arms. He can't, like, move his legs, it looks like.
1: Well, it might have just, like, broken it. Like, oh, it like, broke his uh, suit. Ah, uh,
0: okay, that that could have been true, but... I really like Silver War. At number two, in Phase 3, I have Avengers Endgame. And I gave an epic to it. Because I feel like it's a great movie. But... It's also the culmination of the entire MCU, basically. At least up to this point. And the fact that they pulled it off is great. But it is a very heavy movie emotionally. So I don't know if I'd throw it on in the background constantly.
1: Listen, listen. listen. It's my top movie, I believe. Of
0: the entire MCU. Of the
1: entire MCU. And rewatchability is kind of meh for me. Hmm. It's like... I mean, we were watching it how many times I cry?
0: Well, if if the entire movie is one continuous crying, does that count as? I
1: did not cry the whole movie, <laughs> but I did cry several on times on my yeah. birthday. Yeah, in the morning. Yeah. Why did we do this to ourselves? But I like it's it's really funny, and it's it's a fun movie as well. At times, I mean, it's heavy, and we lose great people, but most of them uh, the pe- the people we do lose is not because like the bad guy killed them. Mm. It's because they sacrificed themselves for the cause. Or in Captain America's case, he just wanted to live yeah. his life.
0: Like you this movie does a great job of showing you who Tony Stark and Steve Rogers actually are. Yeah. Tony Stark, the enti- his entire arc in the MCU is to become Iron Man. He wants to become Iron Man. And at the end of the movie, he dies being Iron Man. And Steve Rogers wants to stop being Captain America and wants to live his life. He missed his life with Peggy. And his whole time, he's like, I I just want to be Steve Rogers. And he ends up getting that. So they get to be who they are trying to become, which is a great
1: And And they mention that in Far From Home, Spider-Man Far From Mm -hmm. Home, they're like, uh peter parker i keep wanting to say peter pan <laughs> peter parker what is like well i don't think i can be the next tony stark and then like happy's like tony stark was an iron man yeah tony stark was a flawed human being who wanted to be iron man he made so many mistakes and he second-guessed himself all the time but eventually he was iron man yeah and he he sacrificed himself for the good of the world. Captain America had already sacrificed himself countless times for the good of the world. And now it was time for him to rest and just be able to live his life. And that's great.
0: And I'm still still pushing for a Peggy Carter movie. Where, where she's doing something in the fifties as the director of Shield, and there's like a scene where she comes home and 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 uh, Steve Rogers is just cooking her supper or something. He, he's be, cooking be a
1: meal and like wrangling the kids. Yeah, he's got like and... an
0: apron on. Says so like kiss the chef or something. And she hey, comes home. He's and... got
1: a baby on his back and it's yeah, fine.
0: Yeah, yeah, and that's that's the entirety of him being in that movie. But I really like Peggy Carter and the Agent Carter TV show, and I hope maybe she gets something and we can see a cameo with Steve Rogers. That'd be that'd be funny. But in games number two for phase three, my number one movie of phase three is Thor Ragnarok. It is awesome. It is so great. I cannot believe with one movie they somehow make Thor, who had some of the worst standalone movies, maybe my favorite character in the MCU.
1: Ragnarok's really good, it's very funny. It's definitely a, a tonal shift from the other two <laughs> yeah. Thor movies. Cause they realized Thor can be funny. Yeah,
0: well Chris Hemsworth is a is a funny dude, it seems like. He's good at being a comedian.
1: Yeah. It's like with Chris Evans. It's like, he's a great actor. He can play the good guy all day, but man, in Knives Out, he plays a good villain. Yeah.
0: But Thor Ragnarok has a lot of things going for it. The humor's great. Mm -hmm. I like Thor's redesign. I love him being like, becoming the God of Thunder basically at the end. They do the planet Hulk thing, which is awesome. Hulk's great in this movie. Mm -hmm. The Valkyries are cool. I like Hela as a villain. She's pretty awesome. Korg and Meek are funny, just the whole movie is so well done. And at the end, it doesn't do the oh, he's fighting someone with his own powers. Like if he and if him and Hela fought and he won, that would be that. But he has to do something completely different and cause Ragnarok to beat her, which is interesting. Yeah. So I think all those things combined make Thor Ragnarok just so great. Do
1: you think? Do you think they're going to get a Bowflex so that uh, Chris Hemsworth can can? Well, uh, Thor can be uh, like muscular Thor again.
0: I st- the poster for Thor Love and Thunder looks great. Natalie There's Portland, a Bowflex on it? The poster. No, the poster <laughs> for, th- for Thor Love and Thunder looks great. Natalie Portman looks cool for head like half-shaven and she looks muscular with the hammer. The only problem I don't like is that Thor has his long hair again. Mm. I wish they kept his, his short hair because he looks so cool like short that.
1: Short hair is good.
0: But I, I'm assuming he's not gonna be in a fat suit in this movie. I hope not. That would be disappointing. in Endgame I know it would have been corny, but I would have been fine if once he got his hammer and he like did the thunder thing, it made him like normal Thor again. Cause it, it like ties his beard and all that. Why can't it just make him back into being ripped? But
1: There's a few things I wanna say about Endgame. Okay. One, everyone knew the Cap could hold the hammer. Yeah. He's worthy. And and Thor's like, I knew it was just like, yeah, yeah I remember being in theaters and when you see the hammer get lifted up and you're like, what was happening? And then you see like the hammer get thrown and then Captain America pulls it back and you're like, Oh my gosh, Captain (laughs) America's worthy. The, uh, the eruption of people. And then Sam comes over the intercom uh, over the earpiece Mm -hmm. and he's like, On your left, and you're like, Yeah, then like everything (laughs) opens. I love it. Yeah, that like tears Mm. streaming down my face, Mm. and then also in Endgame, I cried because that's the last time you see T'Challa.
0: Yeah, he's just looking. It's a, it's they didn't know he was gonna die when Endgame came out, obviously. Yeah, but it's a fitting last scene for his character because he's just him, his sister, and his mom are just watching over Wakanda. That's like, that's a good final scene for his I, character. I was
1: just blubbering like a baby. Yeah. Uh,
0: and unlike Infinity War, the moments in Endgame are still impactful after seeing it. This is probably our fourth or fifth time seeing it. Because we watched it a couple times in theaters. There are some out, movies
1: so. that will always make me cry. I think is gonna be one of them.
0: Yeah. So, that's the end of our Phase 3 rankings, and now I'm just gonna read the list of the 24 movies in order, combining all the ones. But first, I, I kinda wanna say... That after we watching the MCU films, mm-hmm. I felt that it is not necessary to do. I don't think you have to rewatch all of them to get the impact. Because I feel like after re-watching them, they're not as well-connected as people make them out to be. I suppose. If you just watch your favorite ones, that's enough. I don't know if I'm ever going to subject myself to watching all of these. Because... I could watch Endgame again without watching the whole thing and still be emotional from it, you know? Well,
1: that's because we know what happens, you know? It's like, well, like, I've seen all the MCU movies. Yeah. I don't really need to watch them all again like, I mean, to enjoy yeah. Endgame. I
0: mean, even years from now, I don't think you ever need to refresh yourself on these movies yeah. to watch your favorite ones. So, with that being said, here are the 24 MCU movies and WandaVision is in this. And I put them in tears as well. Three tiers. And I think that the movies in each tier can be arranged in whatever order you like. So, here we go. At number 24, The Incredible Hulk. Mm-hmm. Number 23, Thor. 22, Captain America First Avenger. 21, Thor The Dark World. And 20, Iron Man 2. Those are all in tier three. I think those are clearly the, the bottom five movies. 19, Age of Ultron. 18, Ant-Man and the Wasp. 17, Ant-Man. 16 is one I'm putting WandaVision. Okay. 15, Iron Man 3. 14, Guardians 2. 13, Captain Marvel. 12, Avengers Infinity War. 11, Guardians 1. 10, Doctor Strange. 9, Spider-Man Far From Home. I think those are tier 2. All of those are about the same. To me. And then tier 1, at 8, you have Iron Man 1. 7, Black Panther. 6, Avengers. 5, Winter Soldier. 4, Spider-Man Homecoming. Three, Civil War. Two, Endgame. And one, Thor Ragnarok for me. I think those are all about the same quality. If you reorder those, it makes sense to me. Okay. Okay?
1: Endgame's Do- my favorite, but...
0: I mean, it's number two on my list. So, And I think that's solely because Thor Ragnarok I can throw on and enjoy without being emotionally distraught <laughs> each time. Do you think WandaVision's fine at 16?
1: For what it all hi- got hyped up, too. Yeah. Which, I mean, I shouldn't have watched those theory yeah. videos, and but I shouldn't have told you about them.
0: I think the thing is, though, before WandaVision, the MCU nailed delivering everything. That's like if Endgame didn't have Cap holding the hammer, you know? Yeah. It's like, well, you've, you've built it up. Well, you Obviously, he's gonna hold it at some point, you know? It'd be a letdown. So I feel like WandaVision kind of was a letdown on some of those bigger hype moments that the MCU has nailed before. And also, the first two episodes, I don't know if I'd watch them again, so, I, I thought 16 was a decent place for it. But there's my ranking of the 24 list. I think Courtney gives a stamp of approval.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
0: Yeah. So, let's go on into Keto's corner. What does Keto want us to know today?
1: Keto would like everyone to know that this week has been her and my birthday. Mm-hmm. And she demands more wet food because of it. And, uh,. She would like everyone to remember to spay new to your pets and to adopt from a pet shelter whenever possible. And we know Easter's coming up. Please do not buy ducks and chicks and rabbits. rabbits just so your kids can have some for Easter and then get rid of them. Or Rabbits are very difficult.
0: I had one as a kid. that ate part of a couch.
1: Rabbits will... They're, they're rodents. They will burrow into couches and walls and all that other mm. stuff. Chicks and ducks—they can't be potty trained. Yeah, and
0: as, as soon as like a duck or a chick grows up, they are not cute anymore. They're a not chicken cute. Chicken is not a cute. And animal. they're angry. Yeah,
1: they're usually angry. So just just you know, if you don't have a space for chickens and ducks to live comfortably, they're a
0: farm animal. They're not an don't inside pet. Buy
1: them. Rabbits are one thing. Chicks and ducks are not. Yeah. If you're gonna actually take care of a rabbit, good. I wouldn't suggest breeding them in case the mom rabbit eats the babies.
0: As, as rodents do.
1: Which happens. Yeah. And that occurred in my childhood.
0: Yeah, if you ever had like guinea pigs or gerbils, the same thing happens. The, the parents might eat the babies.
1: Not good. Yeah, that's
0: what rodents do. So just be wary of that. And now let's get on to our interesting fact for the day, which is the person or people who are in the most MCU movies, Nick Fury and Tony Stark, or in 10 a piece. They were in almost half of all MCU movies. Yes. And I feel like Nick Fury is clearly going to become number one soon because Samuel Jackson says he's returning for more, more films.
1: Well, he's got to. Which
0: is great. Samuel Jackson said in an interview that I watched one time that someone asked, Why are you in so many movies? Because he is in some awful, like straight to Netflix, straight to VCR, VHS movies. Yeah. He's in like awful movies sometimes. And then he's, like, in great movies. Like, he's in the MCU. He's in Star Wars. He's in big movies like that. And he said, the thing I've wanted to be since I was a little kid is an actor. And I love being an actor. So I'll be in anything someone wants me to be in. So he's clearly going to continue being Nick Fury. He's like
1: like Nick Cage.
0: Yeah. He said something... But
1: Nick Cage got offered way worse movies.
0: Yeah, Samuel Jackson's a better actor. Yeah. First of all. But he said something about, like, Attack of the Clones. There was an interview, I think it's on the, like, the special features for the Blu-ray Zone. Yeah. He's talking about filming the fight scene in the arena on Geonosis in Attack of the Clones. Mm-hmm. And he's like, I didn't have a problem running around in this blue screen with a stick yelling and pretending I'm fighting stuff. Because I used to do that as a kid when I watched Star Wars originally. Yeah. He's like, that's what I did. And he's like, so it's fine with me. This is what I pretended to do as a child. I can pretend to do this now for money. Yeah. So I, I think Samuel Jackson's great because he seems to love just being there. It's crazy that out of all the Avengers, it seems like Thor's going to get the most standalone films. You know, Black Widow's getting a standalone film, Hawkeye's getting a stand-alone TV show, Thor's going to get a fourth stand-alone film. It's just insane that, that these are the main Avengers that are continuing on. Well, you know. I just, I just feel like they couldn't afford Robert Downey Jr. for a fourth Iron Man film back then. Like, I, he's done now, but...
1: I'm pretty sure he was just kind of like, I'm done. Yeah? You know, I'm, I'm done. I'm good. I mean, he, he negotiated a lower salary for some of the movies, right? Because he wanted the oh, other that. actors to get paid equally.
0: Yeah, well, I mean, it's insane for, like, the credits of, like, Infinity War Endgame. I think even Age of Ultron go, like, Robert Downey Jr. Avengers Endgame. Like, he has billing before the title of the movie.
1: It's just so crazy to me. The, like, the rise from the ashes yeah. that Robert Downey yeah. Jr. had. And it's, he's he's just far and away yeah. one of the best actors. Yeah,
0: well, I mean, the MCU owes everything to him. Mm-hmm.
1: Cause and, and it's, because, like, in his original movie, I believe we said this with the phase one interesting facts, yeah. he was not the most paid actor. Yeah,
0: Terrence Howard, the guy who played Rhodey for that one movie, was paid more than And got recast because
1: he demanded more money.
0: So, I mean, it's just insane. Like, Robert Downey Jr. and Iron Man means so much to the MCU that, like, even in Far From Home, he's in the movie just, like, on screens and, like, wall paintings and memorials and all that. He's in the movie for uh, quite a bit for someone who's, who's not actually in the film.
1: It's like, can we use your likeness, please? Yeah,
0: so I think, I think Going forward, he's still going to mean a lot to the the movies, especially Spider Man. Still going to be fighting with. Am I supposed to be Iron Man? So yeah, but that's all MCU in review, guys. That's all the movies when Winter the Falcon and the Winter Soldier end. We'll you know add that to the list. Black Widow comes out on Disney Plus in July,
1: which we will watch.
0: Yeah, for thirty dollars, which again Disney. You're only making... All the Pixel films are free. Why are these Disney films that we can paying $30 for? I off?
1: just... I worry that they're gonna be like... Like, why hold this movie back? A prequel movie that doesn't really seem like it's going to yeah. matter? Unless something is going to matter like the, the theory videos I showed you where yeah. it's gonna be like, well... Natasha Romanoff didn't actually die.
0: It's like, oh, they did a face swap or something, and yeah, I I just feel like people are trying to find crazy reasons why the movie's not come out yet. Like, dude, something's gonna happen. Well, no,
1: because these came out either like before the pandemic or right at the beginning of the pandemic. Oh uh, yeah, you're
0: right. Because one of them said, oh, the movie's coming out in four months in like November of twenty. 20- 20 or something Yeah the
1: the game the the film theory one was just like when before this comes out in four months i think this is what's gonna happen and then the other one was like it was like march and it's like the movie's supposed to come out in two months i don't think that's gonna happen
0: yeah so it but like now like fans right are like dude you've pushed this movie back two years why not put it on disney plus right yeah and and disney's finally going to do that in july i feel like fans have probably been like dude something has to be up with this is it a bad movie? Is something crazy gonna happen? And I think the obvious point is Disney wanted to release it in theaters
1: so they can make money, and
0: they can't, and they have to release it before Phase Four begins in in, in earnest with like the um, Eternals or those other films, right? Because mm-hmm. this is a prequel movie, so Disney probably feels like we can't hold it any longer because it has to come out before these next, like actually, like important to the plot movies come out. So we gotta release it, and. We can't really sit in theaters only, so it has to come to Disney Plus. I feel like Disney's been holding it for the opportunity to make money, and they see they they are out of
1: time. But if it's trash, they've been sitting on this movie for so long that they could have fixed it.
0: Yeah, could you could you imagine if it's trash? <laughs> I don't think any of the MCU movies are trash yet. Like there are some trash DCEU films. Yes. None of the MCU movies are trash. They're just yeah. like a whatever movie. Yeah. At the end of the day, and I cannot imagine that. People have been clamming like, dude, you got to give Black Widow a standalone film. Could you imagine if it was trash? That would be so disappointing. I think that's it for today. Next week, I think we're going to do something a bit lighter Yeah. than, than watching uh, a dozen movies and then talking about it. I don't know what we're going to do yet. I tossed around the idea of maybe doing, like, our part of more stuff and discussing that. We'll see what happens.
1: Uh, if uh, if we don't do that, you can blame me.
0: Yeah, blame Portney.
1: I usually just throw out Alex's ideas frequently.
0: Well, we'll see you guys on the next episode.
1: Bye!